Mikey's of the world. I'm Don Chen's with Casey Drake, and this is Men with Mike's your favorite podcast. What up? What up? What up? You came in a little low energy right there. What up? What up? What up? There What's we go. going on? What's up, guys? everyone? What's up? I'm riding uh, a little baby hangover. Got a little toasted last night at the uh, Grateful Dead concert. Grateful well, Dead concert. Dead on and Company. Brand. Dead yeah. and Company. New shirt. I taught Haley the way of buying shirts, and people might hate on me for this. Don't ever buy a shirt from the the booths within like the concert venue. What do you do? You get it from the guys when you're walking out. What guy? There's like always guys on your way out that have at all concerts. At every single concert you go to, on your way out, there will be people with like these shirts. These are legit Dead and Company shirts but they must have just made them illegally or something. And so they're just kind of so casually. You get knockoffs? Yeah, basically. No, I get knockoffs. I ain't getting no knockoffs. How is this a knockoff though, compared to what they're selling inside the venue? It's literally just half as expensive. Yeah. The actually, guy, guy is, walked up to me and Haley. He was like, he showed it to us. I was like, love it. And he said, $30. And I looked at him. I was like, see you later, man. And he's like, Two for 40. And I was like, now we're talking. <laughs> Give me two for now 30. My two for 35. And we got ourselves a deal. And he's like, all right, fuck, man. Sure. I will say, I do like that shirt a lot. Sick. It is very nice. Here, uh, oh, but they just away. also have a great logo. The one Haley got is even, is way cool. Really? Yeah. It's like a bear on a rope swing, swinging into water where there's other Grateful Dead bears just floating on like floaties in the, it's sick. Yeah. Uh, I always have the problem when I go to Tyler, the creator concerts, I always like, I have to buy merch when I'm there, but the line's always crazy. So that's always a big, like, Oh, I don't want to be sitting in the line, but I have to get something trying to figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. You got to get there early Yeah, because, but I'm not a punctual person as you know. So because if you, if you're wait, are you a bigger fan of Tyler? Like if you're waiting in the line to buy merch, while he's performing. Oh, no, I would never do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. If it's down. No, I would never do that. Yeah. Cru- crazy. Never, ever, 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 ever. At the dead show, I was seeing, seeing people like waiting in line. I'm like running to use the bathroom. And there's people waiting in line to buy merch or buy like random shit. And I'm like, they're on right now. Like, wait till they take a break. Yeah. No. Nah. I mean, I guess those people might maybe they're thinking they're being smart. Everyone's watching. There's no line, but I just wouldn't do that. I also, though, that, if that's how you're playing it, you you're not a real don't fan. like this yeah, band yeah, enough. You're not a real fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. But sneak preview of my recommendation later in the show, going to a dead and company show. Absolutely. <laughs> not, not to give anything away. Could not recommend <laughs> any higher. John Mayer is a fucking stud. Did I say this on the podcast yet? I don't know. If I could switch places with any celebrity. No, John Mayer. John Mayer, hands down, I mean, easiest guess ever. People are going to disagree with that. He, I'm, I don't think that's that's not that ridiculous, but he would not be. Hear me out. First choice. He's got the success of a pop star. He's successful. And the fame and the notoriety of like a pop star from his early days, and now 
he's got all this respect as this insane guitar player touring with Dead and Company. I actually didn't know he was touring with Dead and Company. Yeah, he's like the main lead guy. He rips up the guitar. I mean, he's talented for sure. Yeah, he's wearing like noise canceling headphones on stage. I imagine just like letting him hear the band and not the fans. Like the big headphones. I've seen uh, Frank Ocean do- yeah, has like done your that big, in the past. Your big too. dog ones. Yeah, I've I've seen him do that on concerts before. It, it was it was cool though. It was great. I've heard a lot of people say that dead concerts are good, even if you're not like a huge fan. Like it's not like you need to be. Obs- like, it's a good it's good vibes no matter what. Yeah. So I had, and I don't know if this was just like the drugs talking, but I had a little bit of a mind blowing epiphany moment because I went to Big Wild and Jai Wolf last weekend, yes. the weekend before this in the city, the dead shows they're like in any jam band really that's come off the dead. They are the same as like the music is a little bit different, obviously, but they're the same vibe and concept as going to see a DJ play where a DJ, you know, DJ has their songs that they've released. But when you go watch a DJ perform, you're not hearing like you're not going to just hear them press play on the song that you listen to on Spotify. They're like playing it in a new and a different way and they're extending it and having like long little quote unquote solos. Yeah, making a performance out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's really, it's like an, it's opposite worlds, but it's a very similar experience, the whole concert. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That it's very makes, cool. That makes sense. I, uh, I think we did talk about this on the show in the past of uh, seeing a band versus seeing a DJ at like a bar when you go out or something. Uh, was in LBI this weekend, came right from the beach, literally left the beach, drove here. Uh, when Good I went, DJ, well, when I went out, the bar I went to, they usually have a band, they have a live band, and they'll kind of alternate. They give the band a break throughout, like breaks throughout the night and have a DJ. The last time I was at this bar, the band, I was like, fuck this band, they suck. The DJ is so much better, but the band this time was great. So, so I'm, I'm usually always a DJ guy. And I was complaining, oh, screw the band when I first got there. But then they won me over. They did a great job. So I had um, I had something happen to me since we had that debate on the show. Remember, I was big band guy. You are a big band guy. I want to expand on where I land on that because this show is about growing and about <laughs> learning and listening. And, and listening to us. And listening to us. And <laughs> agreeing you, with what we say. Teach you things. So... And maybe I said this the first time around, but a band is like a a band is always how the fuck do I say this? A DJ has more hit or miss. Like a, a good DJ is better than a good band. Like a really good DJ is better than like a really good band that you're going to see at least like in a bar, like randomly. But most of the time, a band is better than a DJ. On average, a band's going to be better than a DJ. A really good DJ, I prefer over a really good band. So DJs have higher ceiling, bands have low, have higher floor. Yes. Nailed okay. it. Thank you. Right. Yep. Yeah, because I went to a wedding after we had that debate, and the DJ was so good, I, I was, was blowing my mind. Yeah. The, very rarely, do, I agree, but there are, have been a, a couple times where I think we talked about the last time I said this, there was one DJ I had. Uh, at some, my friend rented out a bar and we went and the DJ was so good. It was blowing my mind how good he was. When that happens, it's like, 
you really appreciate the DJ. I got the guy's card. That's what I did. Yeah, when that happened, yeah. And I, I think we were in Nashville, so like I'm never going to call or talk to this guy, <laughs> but I got his card. It, it, you should do that just because it probably makes them feel good. Like, oh, I did a good job. They really yeah, like exactly. It. Just do that to be a nice guy. Um, speaking of learning and improving, I have something I want to start doing at the beginning of the show. You can bring something if you want to, not required. I want to do a little audit of the previous episode. I actually have a few things to audit from last episode, so this works perfect. I have a, a little audit things. item because I get feedback from the Mikeys. Yes, we get Mikeys, feedback from the Mikeys. The Mikeys always do give feedback. They either, a lot of people uh, disagree with what I'm saying or when I can't think of something and they're always like, it's this, like I was yelling at you in the car. So this yeah. is your chance as a Mikey to audit us. To get, yeah, if you want to argue back with us, DM us argue back with us and we'll bring it up and we'll either a tell you that we thought you presented some good points or B put you in your fucking place down your throat. <laughs> yes. Put you in your fucking place. So this time I actually have someone who sent me some really good points that I want to bring up about what specifically Taylor ham versus pork roll debate. Oh shit. I think I've been presented with enough evidence no, don't tell me you're going to do this. Just sway me no. back the other direction. No, 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 no. Yes. No. Yes. This is going to end the show. So listen. This is going to be what divides listen, this podcast. Listen, listen, listen. Beginning of the end. The first ever pork roll was made by a guy named John Taylor, and he called it Taylor Ham. And this is before there was any other pork roll that ever existed. He made this and called it Taylor Ham. Now, the FDA said it's not close enough to ham in like what is made up of it. So you have to change the name. Like you can't call it ham. You can't have ham in the name. So he was forced to name it Taylor Ham Pork Roll. Like Taylor, it's Taylor's Ham Pork Roll. Something like that. So Taylor Ham predates the term pork roll. Pork roll was forced to be used because... Taylor Ham like was so FDA you, legally wouldn't let them. So are you saying you don't believe what the FDA says? Are you anti-vax too? You don't trust the FDA? I'm saying it's pork roll. <laughs> okay. I'm saying it's pork roll now. Uh, I don't think it's, oh wait, it would be the food and drug. What a weird two things to combine into one, into one authority. The yeah, food, they should split it up. Food and drug. You think Why? you can specialize well, in food and drugs? Yeah, wait, because you know about food, you also know about drugs. Those two things don't even relate to each other. Unless they have different committees, maybe different groups. <laughs> yeah, maybe they have the food committee and the drug committee. But what? A, I never thought about it. The Food and Drug Administration. It's like, yeah, we monitor uh, salmonella and chicken, and also crack and cocaine. <laughs> I don't think they do those drugs, dude. They're the one that they're the ones that categorize them. Right into the different schedules of like how bad of a drug they are. This is something we need to get audited on with people listening. Yeah, audit the fuck know. out of this. How please. does the FDA work? Anyway, is that the only point? I'm is a pork more? roll guy. This is the only thing I wanted to audit from. My, I, I'm still a pork roll guy. I think now it is pork roll, but I can respect not giving up. A there's a bar in my hometown that my whole life was called the Beagle. Now it's since been renamed to the Blog. Or the yearbook or something like that. I refuse. It will always be the Beagle. No matter what name gets put on that bar, it's the Beagle. I can appreciate that. So if that's the reasoning Taylor Ham people have where they're just old school Jersey people, it's it was Taylor Ham originally. 
I'm See, down for that. What I don't like though is I think most people who call it Taylor Ham didn't know that until you just said it, and now you just gave them ammo to argue against me when I get in that argument next time. So I think you're helping the opposition. I'm nothing if not a fair man. I'm not going to withhold evidence that is brought to the court. Not going to do it. <sighs> That's true. You can't do that. That'd be the evidence yeah. gets brought in. Thank you, Mikey uh, Motson, for that little piece of evidence. Motson says Taylor Ham. He's not front. He's, he's just above the Mason Dixon. He's on the Taylor Ham side of the. He's so close to me where he grew up, and they call it Taylor Ham there. That's shocking. But I you really said you're on, right on the line. I really am on the line. You're then, on the line. Yeah. So if me. he's north of you at all, he's in the Taylor Ham district. Damn, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have to audit just something where we were trying to figure out when I was making fun of those cars, the stupid three wheel cars. Yes. They're called slingshots. You kept calling. I put slingshot. that in the clip. You kept Even calling fucking it, dumber than you sidekick. What are you calling it? Sidekick. sidekick. Yeah, I, I literally in the clip I put out on social. I put it's like it's called the slingshot. You what kept a jarring it clip that was. <laughs> literally, when that clip flashes to me, when I'm like sidekick, yeah. and like it's literally it's like, the most ridiculous wrong. looking thing of all time. Oh, with your, with your oh my uh, god, my jaw the, dropped with the wig. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I have is those go for around twenty thousand dollars, so they're not even that expensive. 20 grand. Yeah. It's not cheap, but if you're talking for motor for something vehicles, you can like only use if you live in Arizona or Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that. All right. So then, uh, the second thing, it's not really an audit, but just an observation that several people, did you look, did you look up if you can rent those things? No, but I just, I assume you, can. you assume you're renting. I, I would say most people probably rent it versus own it. Just cause under, cause know. if you think, you know, 20,000 to buy one, renting it do you think renting it is it crazy to say a thousand dollars to rent it for the day you think that's high that's high for sure that's high because they're also made by polaris who makes those go-karty things people drive in like so arizona like in the 500 desert. to rent it for the day maybe i, I mean don't. a normal car is like 300 so rent it 500 500 one time to rent it so if you rent it 40 times you should have bought one <laughs> it does kind of seem like something that's like you know like doing heroin once you rent one slingshot, you're renting a slingshot yeah, you're often. Renting it. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it once a month. You got so a while. You might as well buy one. Just invest. <laughs> just <laughs> financial advice. Uh, the second thing, it's more of an observation from last time that several people pointed out to me and then uh, realized they were correct. Uh, I don't know if, how many. Big of you. You realized they were correct. And I'm doing it right now. I can't. I wear really short shorts all the time. And the last time. My junk was really hanging out like it was right in the middle of the screen. People saw your sack. A lot of people were making comments Is this about still my live sack. on our YouTube. Yes, but also it was more noticeable in the clips. You're zoomed in more. So I was in the clips are zoomed in on me. And a lot of people were like your dicks kind of it's right there. Your sacks there for the boys. If we're not already, make sure you mark us as explicit sacks out for the boys sacks sacks out. It was actually just like I think it was a chewed up piece of gum that you sat on. <laughs> Um, but did I ever tell you I was wearing bird dog shorts? I'm gonna have to stop wearing them. I'm wearing a bathing suit now, but usually I wear have, bird dogs. Uh, Fabletics on. I never had those. Those good. Uh, we shouldn't be giving free ads, but I have shorts. A, you know, I, I mean, like bird dogs are probably great. They're still short. They're just shorts. They have underwear in them. They're actually so nice that's what the, these are built in. Um, did I ever tell you the bird dog story? No. Uh, when I was doing my last podcast, the uh, main account of bird dogs DM'd me, and they said they wanted to do a. They're like, hey, we want to work with you on a commercial. And I was like, what? But this is a verified account. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, here's my 
email. Guy from Bird Dogs emails me. He says, hey, we want to redo. He said rejuice, I think was the word he used. I want to rejuice this ad. Uh, we use podcasters for it. We put it on social. Uh, we think you'd be great for it. The clip, it's just a commercial with a few podcasters, but most of it was riffraff. They wanted me to redo a commercial that riffraff did for them. <laughs> I was like, okay. He goes, all right, well, we'll send you the shorts. Give me your address. Uh, blah, blah, give them my address. And I said, all right, well, what do you need me to do? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. You get the shorts. And they're expensive. They sent me three pairs of bird dog shorts. I said, and this is right in the beginning of COVID. So it was like right at the end of when I stopped doing my podcast and right when COVID was getting crazy. Like I'd already got just gone down the shore. They go, I was like, all right, I got the shorts. What do you need me to do? Never responded. So I just got like $200 of shorts and I have to do his fucking thing. <laughs> That's fucking sick. Yeah, it was sick. So now I could be like, yeah, I was going to do Riff Raff's commercial and I didn't have to do any work and I just got free shorts. It was nice. <laughs> I got the shorts. What's next? So I, I love those shorts, Ghost. but the sacks were out for the boys. So I might have to uh, not wear it, refrain from wearing them on the show. I thought the whole thing about bird dogs was they have built in underwear. They do. It's great. I'm not saying my sack was out, out. I'm just saying... The shorts are so short they were hugging them, so it's like oh my gosh! You like seeing? I thought out. sack was out. No, sack was not out. Yo, who cares how much they get hugged up? It was like people are complaining right about seeing your print. I think they were happy about They're it. They're complaining but I just about don't... print. I saw John Mayer's print clear as day last night. <laughs> He's wearing sweat shorts. My thing is, I don't want people to be distracted by my print. I want them to be focused on the content and what we're saying, and not be like. I can't listen to what they're saying because Chen's sack is in my face. It sounds like someone's blowing some smoke up your ass. I was getting the problem though. It was all if women were complimenting me on it, I'd keep wearing the shorts. But it was mostly dudes, so I feel like I need to stop. I I feel like you have a group of like what would we call them? Like Chenzaholics, maybe. You have like a group of like Chenzaholics that just like, like that. love everything love you do. Love my sack. Yeah. And they like really sack. examine it. And I think that they are upset because they want to focus on what you're saying. I want them to focus on the content. But, but they can't. Yo, they just keep finding themselves gravitating down towards your bulge that's protruding out of your shorts. Not even out of them. Just through your just shorts. Got them real excited. Dude, <laughs> dude, your boys love your sack. My boys love my sack. What can I the Chenza, say? The Chenzaholics are all about the the print the chenzaholics love my sack um <laughs> but those are my two things from last week i actually have another thing but i'll bring it up later because that's too what we're going to talk about um also actually I'll, I'll sneak this in uh recently i got my haircut and i brought this up to you but didn't actually tell you yet my barber i was getting my haircut i don't know how this got brought up but he told me that he's connected like friends not like you're following someone on social media like facebook i friend requested you I, you accepted. Now we're friends. He said he's friends on Yelp with Jerry Seinfeld. Really? Is that's I could not stop laughing. That's friends the, on Yelp. Friends on Yelp. Who knew that was a thing? He never met Jerry Seinfeld. He if said anyone did know that was a thing. It would be a barber, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. He said, "Hey, friend me on Yelp." You're like, what the fuck? He said Jerry Seinfeld was filming something and just requested he Jerry Seinfeld requested him on Yelp, and he's like, I have like three friends on Yelp and one of them is Jerry Seinfeld. I said, that should be your fun fact when you introduce yourself to anyone. It's like, hey, I'm Gary. I'm friends with Jerry Seinfeld on Yelp. That's how I would lead every conversation. Actually, two fun facts buried in there. Fun fact number one, you can friend people on Yelp. Fun yes. fact number two, I'm friends with Jerry Seinfeld on yes. Yelp. I don't know which would honestly throw 
I think two different think kinds of friends people. on Yelp would be more <laughs> yeah. shocking. You're like, like, wait, 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 back up. So you can friend people on Yelp, and they're like, "Did you miss the Jerry Seinfeld?" It's like, part? Yeah, 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 but that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. Barbara wouldn't know, wouldn't know that. Us regular folk wouldn't know that. That's the coolest thing about New York City is like the random celebrity Yelp friends things that go on, where you'll be like, "Yeah, so and so hangs out." I'm like good friends with Ethan Hawke. I don't know who that is. I know who that is. Is that embarrassing? You would look him up. He's a yeah. uh, what's the Robin Williams movie? Carpe diem, seize the day. Dead oh. Poet Society. Oh, Ethan Hawke. Yes, he's in Dead Poet Society and like okay. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, he used to come, be a regular at the bar I worked at in Brooklyn. I mean, Friends is like a stretch, but every time he'd come you in, serve like, drinks. He'd be like, "What's up, man?" He'd be like, "Hey, Casey, how you doing?" You knew your name. Yeah, that's Friends. We're friends, right? Yeah, that's Friends. That counts. Like, hey, Ethan. I uh, sat at a dot. I think I said on the show that I ran into DJ Khaled twice. In New York. And then I also sat like three seats away at a random dive bar. Imagine, I don't know why I just pictured this. I pictured you literally bumping into him. Just chest bumping. Yeah. Fuck out of my way. I ran into DJ Khaled. I literally Not ran once, him over. but I twice yeah, bumped one, him. Once he was getting a pedicure, <laughs> once he was in the back of a limo. Um, this Another person I saw at a random dive bar on a Sunday night, a couple seats away from me at the bar was a uh, Victoria Justice of Nickelodeon fame. She had that show Victorious. She's hot. She how also you, went to my gym. How certain are you? 100% because then she, I, I thought it was her, but I wasn't 100% positive. I was pretty sure it was her. And then a month later, she was at my gym and she went to my, she was filming a movie in New York and she was going to my gym for uh, several months. Oh, that's sick. So it was definitely Cuba, Cuba Gunning Jr. used to frequent my bar I worked at on the Lower East Side, or lower than that, down in Tribeca. Really? Yeah, I think he was staying at the hotel across the street. The one night, that bar didn't close till 4 a.m. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. Two dudes in there, the only people in there besides me. Cuba comes walking up to the bar. I hadn't seen him yet. After this, I saw him a bunch of times there. And he just like lifts his head up. He's wearing one of those massive like straw hats you wear on vacation. I could see him. That's his vibe. And he lifts his head up. Didn't he get in up, trouble recently? And he... Yeah, no. He yeah, was, he's like he was so fucked up, like on more than alcohol fucked yeah. up. And he looks at me and like I couldn't help myself. I was like, "What's up, Cuba?" I like shook his hand. And then he goes, "What's going on, man? Let me get a gray goose and cranberry." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, man." I start pouring it. As I'm pouring it, he turns, sprints out of the bar. <laughs> it's the wildest thing. I looked Definitely at the guy sitting up. there. I said to him, that was Cuba fucking Gooden Jr. Nobody's going to believe this story when I tell it to them. And then in the news that week, it started coming out. Cuba Gooding Jr. causing havoc all over New York City. And (laughs) I was like, ordering drinks and running out. Yeah, I was like, not just me. (laughs) But then he came in like five times after that. Way less fucked up. Would just hang out in our bar. My owner hated him. He He was actually banned from the bar. Really? We were supposed to kick him out. I couldn't bring myself to it. Dude, that it's would like that be, guy's in Snow Dogs. I'm not kicking him out here. That would be such an electric story to be like, yeah, I kicked out, insert super famous actor here. Like, my, just threw my him My manager out. has. I've watched my manager do it. Physically threw him out of the bar. Brad Pitt came in fucked up and I kicked his ass and tossed him. <laughs> tossed him out. See, I would never. I could never. I, not Brad Pitt. Couldn't do it to Cuba. If I couldn't do it to Cuba, I definitely couldn't do it to Brad Pitt. Yeah, who's someone I could throw out of a bar? I don't know. 
I'd throw Tom Cruise's ass at it. I was about to say Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise would be gone. Because Tom Cruise also is little, so I feel like I, could, <laughs> yeah. I would love to bully Tom Cruise out of a bar. Yeah, exactly. And he would get really angry, so it'd be funny uh-huh. to see his reaction. Yeah, fuck Tom Cruise. Fuck Tom Cruise, fuck for Tom sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to lead, or do you want... Should I lead? I think you should lead, because yours is fairly topical. It's fairly topical of... Uh, the flooding was crazy. The last yeah. Week. If any of you guys have seen any videos of New Jersey flooding, pretty much all of those videos are of Chenz's street. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's crazy. So Hoboken is known for it. It floods. If it's slightly above a drizzle, the whole fucking city's underwater. And for some reason, everyone's just like, yeah, it's just how it is. No one does anything about it. I don't care how much money it costs. Fucking fix it. But anyway, yeah, fix it. My hometown, Flemington, got Flemington. It, what a funny name for a hometown! It I don't flooded know why. worse than Hoboken. It's ne- I have lived in Hoboken or lived in Flemington since I was four. Never, don't remember there ever being a flood once in 23, 24 years. The flooding in my in Flemington was significantly worse than Hoboken. It was crazy. The gym, the nicest gym in town, ruined. The, the streets. It was like five six feet of water it was insane Aren't those the picture is nuts nuts people that who happened, are driving in those things are crazy that happened to my hometown when i was still in high school though it was my senior year of high school maybe the hur- i think hurricane sandy the one that really fucked up the jersey shore yeah that flooded my town worse in like since in the last hundred years it was crazy yeah people in hoboken were saying that the flooding from was it ida yeah i think was I- comparable to sandy like not as bad but close which is crazy and i also felt like i was not prepared i don't think anybody adequately warned me of the severity of the storm that was coming well because not to get too uh into the storm into into the weather meteorology meteorology. not to get too meteorologist on your ass right now (laughs) but that fucking storm touched land all the way down in louisiana off the gulf she and then came stopped. all the way up the land. And like these things are supposed to lose steam when they're on land. It did not lose steam. It did not lose it steam. It did not lose steam. And uh, there were tornadoes near my hometown too. It missed my hometown, but there were tornadoes ripping through New Jersey, which is kind of like, yeah. that's not normal. Missed me with that. That's what your <laughs> home. Flemington was like, nah, miss me with that. Yeah. I don't know what I would do if I saw this. People who chase tornadoes are lunatics. Those are the craziest people on earth. I think if you're a storm chaser, you're chasing like a chasing a hurricane would scare me less than like I'm going to chase a tornado. Tornadoes are intimidating. Those are scary looking. Tornadoes things. do look scarier than they hurricanes. They look scary as fuck. But hurricanes are more dangerous? I don't think I think when a hurricane comes through the odds of you getting fucked up like your how like something happening is significantly higher, but I think if a tornado if you I feel like if you a, get in the path of a tornado, I think you're worse off. I feel like a a hurricane is like the big, beefy, like bouncer guy that you're always going to be afraid of getting in a fight with or not going to fight him because he's like big, beefy. You know what I mean? Tornado is like the martial arts kickboxer who will actually really fuck you up way more than that yes. big bouncer will. Yeah. They're just not bigger. Yeah. They don't look, they don't, they don't look, look as it, scary, but, but as soon as they do their first cartwheel into a kick <laughs> across like your jaw, skinning back, skinning back <laughs> kick into your fucking face, then you're like, Oh shit. Holy fuck. Um, okay. So, so what happened to you? Pers- I have any a, personal I have a story? Yes. Well, no personal. Well, 
Oh, damage to my apartment. Thankfully, besides, had, besides internally, yes. we already know what's going I, on there. I had a, I did have a, my bedroom window had an issue where it only happened three or four times since I moved there, but it would leak if it rained really bad. Thank God I got someone to come that morning to finally fix it. So we were good. No more leaking. But Smart. I, That's but, being an adult. So I live in the area of Hoboken that floods the most. I'm like Southwest. Like one street over is this street called Jackson. That floods feet, feet, feet of water. Not like rarely happens often. So, but my block and the closest corner to me, I'm one street over, I'm on Monroe, is normally okay. So I don't get a good gauge of how bad anything is because I look out my window at the street and my block doesn't flood. Usually the intersections flood the worst, but the intersection by me doesn't really flood. flood. You're talking like... Like water that would go up to your past your shoes, at least up to your knees. Well, Not hold, quite. On, hold on. We'll get there. <laughs> in a normal bad rainstorm, like not a hurricane, you're easily getting water above your ankles. Wow. Especially the intersections are where it really happens. But the one by me doesn't happen too bad. And then my block doesn't flood. So from everything I can see, it doesn't look that bad. So when I think it was Wednesday. I had, I was supposed to hang out with a lady friend and we were going to go out to dinner. She comes, she's coming from New York. She treks across Hoboken and I'm trying to figure out, I haven't been outside. And again, me looking outside, I can only see my block. It doesn't look that terrible. So I'm like, well, how is it outside? And she also came in, her pants were soaking wet. (laughs) But that has happened to me. Like I've walked around New York when it's not flooding, but just if it's raining hard, like, I'll be, like, up to my waist. My pants are soaked. So I just think it's just raining hard. So I'm trying to get a gauge of how bad the storm is. And she's like, it's not too bad. Like, I had to get around water. But again, that happens often. So if it's raining hard, some of the corn, some of the intersections might be a little flooded. But she very much was downplaying. the. She, I mean, it didn't seem that bad. So, I, so I'm trying to decide what to do. And I'm like, oh, I don't want you to be sitting at a restaurant in, like, wet pants. Like, that's not comfortable. And she didn't have anything changed to blah, blah, blah. But I was like, but I feel bad that you trekked all the way over here in the storm. And I don't want to cancel and not do anything. So we're going back and forth. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's just go. And she's waiting on me to make the decision. Again, I haven't been outside. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> fuck it. Let's go. So, and it's, this is the reservation at eight. So I'm like, all right, let's go. We, I opened my front door. And just because I took one step outside, I could see past what I, my view from my window it is a monsoon outside. <laughs> so I was like, I literally took one step out my door. I'm like, why the fuck would we go out in this? I was like, we're not going. So I went back inside and I changed it to nice clothes. I was like, I'm picturing this girl on her way over to your apartment, like wading through waste time yes. water. She, it's like, but I can't, it, the, the flooding didn't seem bad. It just, it was crazy windy and the rain was insane. And I was like, it's going to get so bad. Like, even if we make it there, Trying to get home is going to be a nightmare, and I'm going to wear. I'm wearing nice clothes. I'm going to ruin. We're going to ruin our clothes. I'm like, because I literally I ruined shoes before, in the flood. Like, because it's sewage water. Your shoes stink or whatever. So like, all right, we're not going. So then I'm trying to figure out. Okay, we're going to order food now. Stay in. I got to figure out what to order. Uh, All delivery services. They're not delivering food. It's a storm. No one wants to do it. Understandable. I'm also not super close. Is it? One might say the exact time you would like delivery food. (laughs) 
is when there's a hurricane yeah, but you don't outside. Have, you're not on a shift. So if you're like Uber in Uber Eats delivery guy, are you going to voluntarily go fair deliver point. food in a hurricane? Or fair no. Point, fair so, point. so, uh, so I'm trying, I'm not like super close to a lot of food places. Hoboken is not like New York. It's not, everything's outside and I'm very far West. The main area is East. So I'm not near a lot of food options. So there's only one pizza place near me that's super close, but it's very average. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad. I don't want you came all the way here. going to eat average pizza. So I'm trying to figure out somewhere to order. Some places aren't taking orders. I find another nicer Italian restaurant pizza place that's less than a five minute walk from my apartment. I call them. They take the order like, all right, like, yeah, like blah, 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 20 minutes. And they say, OK, you stay here. I'm going to go walk to get the food. Again, I've only seen one step out and it didn't look that bad at the time. So, okay, I'll walk, you chill, I'll come back with food. I leave, I turn the corner to start walking and there is water past my waist everywhere. <laughs> so I was- I Past was like, your waist? Dude, so I was like, I have to go. I walked through knee high water multiple times, probably almost 10 times. Then when I got to the restaurant, I see the restaurant and the water looks so bad. I start walking, but I guess the ground slopes down, but I can't see because the water. There's so much yeah. water. Dude, I walked and I just kept sinking lower and lower. I was like, how low is it going to go? It went past my waist. I'm like trying to run through water Yo. past my waist in the middle of a hurricane. And the pizza place was up steps. So like the actual restaurant was getting flooded out. So I got in there. I was pissed at them. Why the fuck did you take my? This was right from the pizza place. Why'd you take my order if there's water? There's just six feet of water out front of your place. So I was like, "What the fuck?" So then I got there. I'm like, "Listen, I need something to cover the pizza box because it's gonna get destroyed." And I was kind of worried. I don't know if I'm even gonna make it back. I was spilling the pizza. They gave me a garbage bag, holding it above your dude, head, like, dude. They gave me a clear garbage bag. So I I put all the food in the garbage bag. They let me walk through the kitchen and go out the back because it was slightly less flooded. And I basically went in a maze to try and get back. Still was walking through water crazy high, like at least like mid thigh level so many times. But I was walking like I hooked the pizza box. I hooked my arm below the pizza box and around this way. I had an umbrella and I put the umbrella this and hooked it that way. So I had a good because I was worried I was going to lose it in the wind because it was crazy windy. So I'm walking around like this, walking through water at mid thigh level and everyone's in their apartments just taking videos of me. I don't know I, if you I couldn't see. I didn't find You're the video. somewhere on the Internet. Yeah, I'm somewhere on the Internet. If you saw someone walking through like mid thigh waist high water with a pizza box and umbrella, it was me because four or five people took videos of me. And I should have asked one of them. Here's my number. Send it to me. I fucked that up. I wasn't thinking. Of, I was worried about getting. If you home. have that video, we need it. And you need to think about the fact it's not just water; it's sewage water. Yeah, no, it's gross. I threw all my clothes out. I I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. Have, I would have turned around. I threw my clothes out, and uh, you have anything in in your house that you could have possibly made? Yes, I could have made food. I could have cooked. That's what you should have done. I just, yeah, yes. Well, I, when I got back, I was like, I'm mad at the, my friend that was over. I was like, why didn't you tell me how bad it was? She goes, I don't know. I thought maybe you'd like still wanted to go out. I don't want to. I was like, if there's a hurricane and six feet of water outside, we should, I should not leave the house. I'll cook. So yeah, uh, but I made it with the Wading pizza. through waist high water. It's crazy. Is a crazy move. The pizza survived. I made it back with all the food. I was very proud of myself. I had to throw out my clothes though, which was sad. Uh, and yeah, if you saw me on the internet. Did you wear nice clothes? No, but I wore pants I wish I didn't have to throw out. 
Fair. Also, then afterwards, Hoboken had a uh, boil advisory. I saw that. What yeah. the fuck is that? I've never even heard of it's that just before. The, there's poop in your water. There's so. shit in your water, <laughs> yes. so please boil it. Yeah, so then I was thankfully leaving the night that happened, but that was the next... Dude, the next day, I didn't leave to go down the shore until 10 p.m. the next day, and there were still areas that were flooded. I got text messages from not only my mom, but my sister, who was in France at the time, asking if Haley and I were okay because of this flooding. I... I woke up the next day, drove to the gym. I didn't see so much as a fucking puddle. I mean, you are next to a lake. So I think everything just goes. But you're pretty high. Yeah, I think everything everything just goes into the lake. So none of the roads around here were flooded or anything. I almost didn't even try and drive to the gym. I was like, oh, well, must be impossible for me to leave my house (laughs) if my entire family is texting me to see if I'm okay. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to go to the gym. And then I drove. Not even an issue. Nowhere in sight. No washed out bridges, no roads that were closed down, nothing. Yeah, I, dude. And it was also crazy when I was walking around. I think half of Hoboken had their cars totaled. There, if you have a if you have a sedan in Hoboken, your car was underwater. Like every, <laughs> dude, every car was underwater. It was, and I checked my car. I have an SUV, and thankfully it was okay. Yeah. But when I went to check the next morning, I was boxed in. Like it was flooding at that corner, flooding the corner behind me. I couldn't have moved my car for hours. But my car survived. But car other, good. and there were other people driving, and you could you you could hear that car was definitely underwater because the car was making <laughs> it was making noises it should not have made. <laughs> so a lot of people had their cars fucked up for sure. If you can get it started, it's fine. You just have to like give it time to dry out. Yeah, as long as the interior doesn't get wet. Right. Like the exterior is actually fine. The engine will dry out, and then once it starts, it'll dry up all but, the water. I read that if you start the car when it's still wet, you fuck the car up. So you yeah, to, you need to give it time. You have to give it time, mm-hmm. a lot of time. But even if you even if you do, it might still get fucked up. I'm really not. I'm not a car guy. Yeah, I'm not really sure. neither am I. Oh, yeah. one of the things I really wish I fucking was. You think? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like car guys are annoying. I'd like to be an annoying car guy. You think? Car guys are annoying for sure. Because I feel like car guys. It's cool. It's one of the cooler things you can be or do. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly car like, guys that don't know how to fix cars are annoying. Oh yes, actually that I agree. If you're a car guy, but you know how to, you could do work on your own car, I respect that. For yes, sure. at the minimum, I, I have respect for you. But if you're a car guy who just knows a lot of car brands and names, yeah, go you just fuck try yourself. to get a uh, car, like some sick car to flex on me. But yeah, you couldn't fix. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Like like change a tire if you had to. Like, you yeah. don't even usually have a sick car. You yeah. usually just know every car's name. I think I made this comment on the when we talked about the slingshots, but like guys in a Subaru where they take the muffler, like it's like, all right, dude. Like, exactly. Relax. Exactly. Relax yeah. Your car. That guy knows every single car name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has a Subaru. <laughs> yes, exactly. Fuck those guys. Um, so, yeah, that was the flood. It was crazy. I, I'm glad you made it. And there were also surprisingly a lot more people than you would have thought walking around at that time. Yeah. And they didn't have pizza boxes, though. So. Can, um, can't underestimate enough how close you've come to dying multiple times within the last, like, what month. Times? Well, oh, co- first COVID, COVID almost COVID. got you. Yeah, COVID almost got And now you. the hurricane came right for you. Yes, that's true. It's like Final Destination What's stuff. What's going to happen next? Going on with you. Third time's a charm. They're going to get me the next time. And what every single time I have the same thought in my head, <laughs> bad for life. Well, can I get great content that's good content that's great true. great content opportunity yeah if if i do go knock on wood i hope 
the podcast has a good episode the next week. I'm actually a lot of people tune in. I'm actually going to try to do what they did with uh, Claire Huxtable on the Cosby show. I'm just going to audition dudes that look like you to try and find the guy that sounds the closest to you and just see if I could hot swap you and no one would notice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's the a Chenzaholics would be going like, nuts. Cause they would notice like, They'd be like that guy's sack isn't as big as <laughs> like, like the fresh Prince when the, they changed the mom, like they changed the actress. Wait, that was that's the what mom. I meant. That's you. Yeah. That's Not you the meant. Cosby show. Yeah. The fresh Prince when they changed uh, aunt Viv. Yeah. Just pretended it like it's the same person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just find it. There's a lot of, I'm sure Guido guys. Are lo- I look like any, Italian guy that's oh, under six feet. I'm not concerned at all yeah, about. You'll find someone that looks like me. Finding for sure. someone that looks like there you. There were like four guys that in our pledge class in college that look like <laughs> yeah. me. I think you'll be all right. I think you'll find someone no problem. So true. I'm the most generic looking guy there is. Seriously, I might just be able to get Cal to jump in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the most generic Italian guy you could find for sure. So you'll be all right. All right. What do you? What do you? What did you um, come up with? Yeah. So the first one I wanted to talk about. This is something that I was. Uh, my old roommate Queen and I were spitballing back and forth about because we were watching Hogwarts was or not Hogwarts. Queen is first name or last name? Queen's his last name, Justin okay. Queen. I don't know if Justin you know Queen. him. No. But uh he was my roommate in New York City. And we were watching Harry Potter. It was like on TV at his house, and we were thinking about it. Hogwarts is like a really shitty school. In terms of how fun it is or the academics? Like all of the above. They, you think they're not good at calculus? I think like, I think in the wizard world, we just don't know about the actual good schools, but like people <laughs> fucking die here every year, dude. That's true. Like, Imagine you're a wizard touring. Like, uh, where am I going to go to wizard college? And like, you go to Hogwarts and they're like, yes, we, we average one death per year. You think that you think in the wizard world, that's yep. a normal statistic. <laughs> they have to put like confirmed, confirmed that we are haunted. <laughs> yes. Yes. We average one death per year. And yeah, we have a student that runs around this place and fucking causes havoc <laughs> and destroys the place every single year, but we cherish him. That would have, they should have done that in Harry Potter, like had Harry be like, not have a good time and transfer schools or something like that, like a normal <laughs> and college the only, kid or something. The only reason we've let that student in and we actually had to drag him out of a house to get him here is because one of our professors killed his parents. <laughs> <laughs> One of our old professors literally fucking murdered his parents and tried to murder him, but it didn't work. So we dragged his ass to school here. But we have a really good science program here. Yeah. You should you should join. Yeah. They're like, OK, well, like, who's running this place? And they're like, you, you see that hippie over there? <laughs> you see that pothead hippie with the long white hair and the long white that beard? Guy. That guy runs this place. <laughs> He's pretty powerful when he could keep his head on straight, but he's usually (laughs) tripping out. (laughs) They also should have discussed the tuition of Hogwarts. Like, is it a cheap? You think that was a like a expensive school? You think there are better schools? No, I think it's borderline free. (laughs) Why do you think the Weasleys go there? There's like 50 of them. That's true. Like, we got to pump these kids through. That's true. The students going there didn't seem like they were affluent student like families. Not at all. Yeah. So Hermione Granger should be in like the Ivy Leagues, but yes. her family can't afford that shit. <laughs> so that's why she got thrown into Hogwarts. And she's like the kid at the uh, community college that's like really fucking smart and annoys everyone. Yeah. It's like, all right, Hermione, get the fuck out of here. We all came here to party. Yeah, I would like to know the logistics. Was there an application process? They just show up. I didn't really watch Harry Potter too. I watched the first two movies and I was over it. I mean, everyone else knew they were going to. 
and like wanted to go. Harry, they just showed up and forced him to go. Yeah, they held him at gunpoint. Like, you have yeah. to go. You have to go where these books won't sell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking come with us now. Were you into Harry Potter? Um, I stopped watching after movie number three. I also love how we're only talking about the movies and the thought of reading the books isn't even like that topic <laughs> yeah. even coming oh, up. Oh, like, absolutely like, not. Like we both know. No. Like we never. One books. girl. Did you ever have to do uh, AR accelerated reader? No, I was in advanced poetry, though, when I was a kid. Fun fact. When we were in middle school, I want to say, maybe it started in elementary school and went into middle school. We had this thing called AR, and you would have to accumulate- AR-15s, and you all had guns, and you were child soldiers. <laughs> yes, exactly. You'd have to accumulate a certain number of points. So like, based on how long or how difficult of a read a book was, it would be worth a certain number of AR points. One Harry Potter book was like enough points for the whole school year. Yeah, but how do they know you read it? So you read the book and then you have to take a test. And once you pass uh, the so, test, so there must you get have the been a, a short list of books then. Um, they could just test you on any. They have a test for every book ever made. I, I feel like there were a lot of books on the list. There were a lot of like options there. It's not that hard. You do it one time and then it works forever, kind of thing. But we had this girl that loved Harry Potter who would take all of our tests for us. That's sick. And it's like one Harry Potter book, good for the year, done. <laughs> Yeah, you needed like 25 points for the whole year. And a Harry Potter book was like 75 points. So it was so long. Wait, so then that's dumb because how many years would that go for? Uh, Every year it would. For how many years I'm saying? Like, did you, was that a thing? Sixth grade, maybe, maybe earlier than that. Just, I'm saying how many consecutive school years was that a thing that you had to do? Or could. Four, four. Yeah. So like there's seven Harry Potter books. Exactly. If you just crush the Harry Potter books and you're good. Yeah, just find one. It was one. a joke. Yeah, that's stupid. That and we just, count. we didn't even read them. We found <laughs> one girl who did read them and then she took all of yeah. our tests. This goes back to me talking about how I cheated in college all the time. That's a better life lesson. You learn how to game the system. Yeah. You learn the rules, learn how to bend them, learn how to get the end result you're looking for. There are, I'm not going to throw out any names, but there are a couple of people at Gettysburg College who have me to thank for graduating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah. I've... Yeah, I've done that. I've helped kids out. I remember too. doing econ study groups. Econ, yeah. And quite literally being at a whiteboard teaching like four or five people how to do the problems that were on the test the next day. I did that freshman year to helping friends out because I was still trying freshman year. After that, then I was I was you know the one being needing help. People people would be like how do you know this dude? Like, blah, blah, blah. Because like, like I was just at the library for 24 fucking yeah. hours straight teaching my, it's not like I paid attention better class to class. Yeah. I would wait until 24 hours before the test. And then I would teach myself how to do everything that was supposed to be on that test. What was cool about econ is I would say more than one, probably 50% of my classes would be a teacher would hand you a test Professor. and say, a professor would hand you the test and say, this is exactly what the test is. It's just the problems were so hard yeah, that you had to figure out how to do them. But like every time it'd be like, if you can solve these problems right here, you're going to get a hundred on the test. And I was like, all right, let's fucking do it. Game challenge accepted. Yeah. I just cheated the whole time after freshman year. Yeah, exactly. Much easier, much less stressful. Honor code my ass. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so were you ever, do you like that kind of stuff in general? Like Harry Potter, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, like the fan, um, Game of Thrones, I guess would be in that category. Like that Game of Thrones. I loved, yeah, I would say I like that stuff. I loved, uh, Lord of the Rings. I watched it late though. 
really. Yeah, but I watched it all the way through in one day, all the movies, which is a long That's slog, a long day. But it's fucking awesome. It's a you I can't never get, get into, into it, things. can you? The I fantasy stuff? Can't get into it. I tried. I Harry Potter though, I probably watched the most. I guess I said one and two. I've definitely watched more than that, actually. Speaking I of watch all of them though. Uh fantasy stuff I can't get into. And now this is a little bit different, but this kind of goes into my like next topic here. Okay. So you know Clifford the Big Red Dog, right? Oh, do I know Clifford the Big Red Dog? All right. So I don't like that story. And why? What do you mean that story? You don't like the fact. Well, it's a what I was trying to think of what it, it's a story or a TV show or I think it was a it's story, a t- like a kid's storybook first. I think of it more as a TV show, but yeah, it's from sure. Story, it's like whatever first. it is. Same thing. We don't read the books. We watch the movies. Exactly. And TV shows. It's just like so unrealistic. And I'm, <laughs> I know what you're thinking because it's a massive dog. No, not because the dog's big. Is it unrealistic? Like, cause I can appreciate a, a kid's movie that has like a little bit of unrealisticness you know what i mean but if you really think about it with clifford i don't like that story because that's not a happy story like in the actual book i can't even think of the story like what you're saying it's just like episodes and stuff like that but like in the tv show and everything it's like a big happy like oh clifford he's just a big red dog like isn't that crazy and then they just do happy fun stuff but if you really think about it that's a depressing ass story if it was in reality happening (laughs) because have you ever if you've ever been around a puppy you know they don't really behave well they kind of are tough, at least in their puppy stages. Yes. If you put that on the scale of Clifford, that's like full towns destroyed. That's true. Clifford would destroy homes. And he, he would w- devastate families. He would. He would just shit everywhere, too. And his shits are probably huge. And he wouldn't mean to. He's just a puppy. He yes. He it. would turn and look at you with like, I'm sorry, eyes after he devastated a town of 1200. <laughs> and how do you stop him? Like you have him on a leash and you can't tug him. Like that's the do? most depressing part of it all. You know how you stop him? There's no other option. That dog needs to be put put down. down. That dog, if this was a real story, if if it happened in real life, that dog would be put down by the time it was two weeks old. Yeah, because like you can't control it unless you have the monetary damage that would be done. Your only options are to murder Clifford or abuse him by putting some crazy electric shock collar on him with a remote control. So if he misbehaved, you zapped him until he like was unconscious. That's so I think a, your only options. That's sadder than yeah. any that's of worse. the above. That's worse. It's better to put him down probably. Or you like more humane. Maybe you take him to Northern Canada. I don't know what goes on up there, but I feel like it's just emptiness. <laughs> if you ever look at a map and you actually see how you could do the same thing with Russia, there's so yeah, much shit that, right there. Just, no one lives there. Nobody. Yeah. Like if you look at the major cities in Canada, they're all they're right the along US the U.S. border. border yeah. And then it's just nothingness up there. Yeah. You're crazy if you live up there. I can't even or you're running from something or someone. That's how I feel about Alaska. If you live in Alaska and you weren't born, you weren't yeah. born there, you're running from someone. Yeah. <laughs> Why else did you my move friend to was Alaska? just in Alaska? And I was talking to him actually right before I started driving here. And we were saying, like, imagine living somewhere like that, where it's just parts of the year. It just never gets light. I can't. can't yeah, imagine. you have to. Yeah, I agree, actually. You but there's also one part of the year where you get 24 hours of light. True. Or you're either running from something or you're so negative and so antisocial that you're just like, I need to go somewhere where no one will ever bother me ever again. You're yeah. either the imagine, biggest loner ever or you're running from someone. Imagine uh, 
Imagine being a bad sleeper living in one of these areas. Yeah. It's like daylight for 24 hours, but then the other part of the year, it's nighttime for, you could never get on a good schedule. It definitely fucks up your sleep schedule. I am always fucked with my sleeping (laughs) schedule. As soon as I get used to sleeping during the daylight, all of a sudden it's night all the time. Dude, living somewhere cold like that would be horrible. I would hate that. I would never want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Never, ever, ever. Like... Nothing you could tell me would make me excited to do that. Like I just got into skiing. I think Anchorage is like nice though. It it's like coastal weather. It's like chilly coastal weather. No, I don't want that. Like even the winters here suck. Yeah. Even hey, winter here. Imagine if it's winter most of the year and it's way worse. No, brutal. I'm out. Yeah, no. I actually, I read. You like the cold or you like the heat? Would you rather be super hot all the time? No, or a little be... chilly all the time? It depends. Well. Am I indoors? Like a little chilly? I'd rather be a little chilly. Like being inside. Yeah, I might have. I might have yeah. asked that. In yeah. a pretty like being. It, you know what I'm ma- trying to ask? Yes. Nothing makes me more mad than being inside my own place of living and being hot. It's like I pay way too much in fucking rent and utilities to be uncomfortable. I should always be a good temperature, which is usually a little on the cold side. But if we're talking just weather wise, put me in the hottest place ever. Much better than. So you'd prefer to be like in a. A Costa Rica, yes, towards the equator yeah. where it's hot. Would you rather be in Costa Rica or Northern Canada? <laughs> that, that was actually going to be Costa Rica. My- sounds better, <laughs> like for sure. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. You know what's cr- crazy? Actually, about being hot. When I went on my trip out west and we did uh, arches in U- Southern Utah, it was 108 degrees the day we were going. And on your hike up to arches, which it's a very short hike, there I forget what it's called. It's basically a tiny hut tiny like little house that some guy lived in it's like the first guy that lived there a yurt i don't know what it was like looked like a house like clay but lived at a time I, the first thing i thought he lived at a time where there was definitely no air conditioning it was 108 degrees when i was there what that's but i that little clay hut probably stays nice and cool you think when it's yes. 108 and you have no electricity probably dying i bet i dying dude they build those things they're they're smart people they build them in a oh, way with like air coming through and stuff. Like, I bet you it's like chilly in there. You think? It's an ice box, a natural no ice box. No way. Can you I imagine hiked, you walk in there, just everything's frozen. It's like in so Vermont cold. one time, I hiked to something called a natural air conditioner. Well, I don't know if that's the technical name. <laughs> I made this up. <laughs> it's like a natural air conditioner. And basically in the summertime, it's ice from the top of the mountain that's melting and it's coming down the mountain, but it's like underneath rocks you can hear the water flowing but you can't see it That's but cool. it's so cold that you hike to it and as you you make the turn you're coming up you could just feel cold air coming down the mountain so, and you get up sick. close and it's like an, an ac unit right in your face that's sick it's awesome yeah it sounds cool um all right should we move on to stories I think yeah let's yeah, do it let's do it uh, let's do it okay hey so, i have a question for the mikeys ask the mikeys they can't answer you though. Now, if you guys can give us some feedback on our podcast, not like uh, what are some popular, regular, like reoccurring stories or something like that that we could do, like segments, like a uh, most fucked up thing I saw on the internet this week, like something like that. Just feel free to submit shit too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Come up with some shit like that and send it into us. Yeah. Cause then if you send us something and then we do it and people like it and then it could be a thing and we'll make it a thing. And honestly, we give you guys this free. 
Like yeah. a little help would be appreciated. It's kind of yeah. rude that you guys haven't offered yet. This show is in such high demand. We could easily be charging money for it. Exactly. Easily. So 20 an episode would be rich by now. So thanks. So we appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Obviously, big story of the week. Certified. This is the biggest one. Certified lover boy by Drake. It dropped. We talked about Kanye last week. I dropped the next week. Love the album cover. I hate it. Come around on it. Hate it. Big fan. Hate it. I just ignore it and pretend I'm not looking at it when I look at it. Yeah. Do you prefer? Okay, let's start with album art. CLB, Donda. I think by default it's CLB because Donda doesn't have album art. Eh, it's a black square. <laughs> that would be what the art is. I'm going CLB because I, I, okay. I don't view the black square as art. I mean, I agree. I, I like CLB. So I wanted to come in here and give the most scorching hot take possible. Okay. For TikTok virality sake. Yes. But I listened to CLB a few times and I've come around on it. I was going to come in and shit all over it. But after it took me three listens and now I'm fucking with it. So I listened to Donda since the last episode. Yes. As well as CLB. And first thing I want to say is I don't think I'm really like into rap music that much anymore. Why is that? For both of them, there were some good songs that I liked, but I still like, I'm fully now into like K-pop. Yeah, pretty much K-pop. Yeah, I'm uh, addicted to BTS. <laughs> BTS and Blackpink. And that's BTS, it. if you look at the most liked tweets of all time. It's right, all BTS. In like the top 30, from like 15 to 30, it's all BTS and it's them tweeting like a, a winking emoji. K-pop fans are lunatics. It's They're nuts. crazy. But no, I'm into like more like Mount Joy. Do you know them? Yes. They're like a folk sort of band or like uh, Alabama Shakes. Things like that. And then like Led Zeppelin shit like that. I don't really listen to rap anymore. So I want to first start with that. Okay. Before I give my take before, on this. Before I give my opinions, people don't jump down my throat. Um, I think Certified Loverboy was better. But I also think that it's like a formula for him. Like it's like you just punch in the numbers. You plug in your couple of lyrics and your witty lines. You grab a couple of your big friends for features and you've got like a, a Drake hit. You know what I mean? It's it's easy to do for him. I feel like Kanye's at least tries a little harder. He Con takes he takes a little bit more risk. Kanye tries to be innovative with each album. Yeah. Even whether it works or not, he is always making the attempt and every album sounds different. Drake has sounded fairly consistent for the last like five, six years, I would yeah. say. And also I was talking to Rami about uh, the album and he said what you basically said. He thinks Drake's very, he said, Drake, it's more of a business decision and is fairly formulaic. Whereas Kanye is trying to be more innovative and push the envelope. Although I will say, I didn't think there was any radio pop bangers. At least that I noticed right away. Are there any that have already started to go off on the radio for Drake? Well, I don't listen to the radio. Neither I'm, do I, I'm but anti -radio. like as you would like what know. has gotten the most plays. I honestly don't know. I, I couldn't even tell you to be honest. Do you have favorites, favorite tracks? Uh, I like No Friends in the Industry. That's a good one. Uh, Fair Trade. And, uh, I, 
I wouldn't say it's my favorite song, but the one with 21 Savage, it's like knife something. I just like when he says, it's getting real oppy outside. I like that <laughs> line. So like that one maybe. But. Um, I love the Lil Wayne and Rick Ross one. Because That's a great like, one too. Fuck yeah. Lil Wayne it, has a good give me verse. Lil Wayne and Rick Ross with Drake and I'll always love it. Um, oh, really quick. One thing interesting I noticed about Kanye's album, he didn't put on, in, on any of the songs, at least that I the noticed. Features. Yeah. Uh, people have been doing that more often. Usually though, people will do that on the streaming services, uh, just for a short amount of time after it's released because people don't like how you cherry pick the features. So it'll be like Kanye did a song with Travis Scott and everyone just immediately goes to the Travis Scott song just because he's the most popular. So fair point. A lot of artists will do that. The Lil Wayne and Rick Ross right. one was the first one I listened to. Right. So the they'll first put it out with no features to, in hopes that people will just listen in order and then a couple days later a week later they'll put the features but yeah Kanye hasn't put the interesting the credits on there yet but then my two favorite songs were Champagne Poetry that's a good one and 7am on is it Bridal, Bridal Path Bridal Path that's the one he dissed Kanye on yeah 7am on Bridal Path he dissed Kanye on and he's got a line I just tweeted it actually oh shit it's Drake is very quotable that's Drake's biggest skill is he's very so quotable not only is Drake yours. quotable but like his name being also my last name has been very helpful in the whole, can I, I can quote Drake for what, myself. <laughs> what I was going to say, I said something I was going to say for later from last episode. You were kind of shitting on Drake last episode. Not only do you guys share a name, your Instagram handle's named after him. Well, that's more. So, but you're like dumping, you're talking mad shit. You're talking, you're giving him the smoke. My Instagram handle is more saying like, he stole my name, so I'm stealing his. I don't know. Drake's feel, not part like, of his name. I feel like you were kind of cloud chasing with that. I think you're cloud Maybe. chasing Drake. Maybe. I, I quoted uh, the one line in 7 a.m. As far as the Drake era, man, we in the golden ages. That Agreed. Is that's a good one for you. Agreed, yeah. Drake. Shake, that, and then I did the shaking hands emojis. That should be uh, in your bio. I was thinking about putting it in my bio, but. You got to have, I'm the host of Men With Mike's podcast and that takes up a lot of characters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it does. It does kind of take up quite a few characters. <laughs> uh, yeah. So CLB largely, I feel like was people, I saw most of the internet that, from what I saw was that Drake did much better than Kanye on these two albums specifically. Drake, Drake also is doing higher numbers. It seems like he's going to sell more for the first week. Uh I think the Drake album is better, more cohesive album, though I think it's a little too long. I think both albums are too long, but I think he could have condensed it a little bit. Uh, at first, my at first my opinion was I thought it sounded like a lot of typical Drake B-sides. But then the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. So I was going to come in and say the Kanye album's better. So the Kanye album has more skips for me, but the Kanye album has more standout tracks, I would say. Yeah. Like hope. I love jail and I love, uh, believe what I say. I think it's called. And there's like a few other ones like off the grid. There are a few songs from the Kanye album that I love the Drake album. I like believe what I say, praise God and junior junior is good. Those also with the Kanye album, I, I don't need the part twos of like half the album. Like get those out of there. We don't need 30 songs and half of them are part twos. So I saw something on Twitter. I think it's something with the streaming services and how they work that people are, why that's why they're releasing so much such people large have albums people have different strategies like the migos do that too like the migos always put out long Is it albums the migos it's not migos you could do either one i think i migos? think you might have no I, 
Yikes. I think people do both. Might have sounded like a white white poser boy there. The Migos. So the Migos do that. No, people do that. I guarantee I'm right that people do that. Okay. Put out a put out a poll. Clip this, put out a poll. Audit that. Um we'll just say that whenever we're not sure of something, we say audit, and then the Mikeys will just DM us and thank you. Is it the Migos or Migos? Or you sound like a nerdy ass white boy if you just if you say the Migos. I don't think it's one or the other, I think is the Migos acceptable or sh- can you only say Migos? I think that's like the question we're having because it's definitely Migos definitely works. It's not the Migos isn't the only okay. one. Anyway, Migos do that. But some people have the other opinion where it's like shorter albums, like shorter is better. So like people go back, like some people have different opinions on that. But I some people do it together. I mean, shorter is better. Cut the fat. To listen. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um, any other thoughts? I took some notes on like things that happened around the album. So the next, it, oh, uh, I thought it was weird that Kid Cudi was on the album because Kid, I was on Drake's album because Kid Cudi's like best friends with Kanye. So yeah. it's kind of weird that he did that. Like Travis Scott was on the Drake album too. He was on both, but Travis Scott has always been friends with Drake. So I feel like it's different. I feel like Kid Cudi's not really friends with Drake. Did you He's see only been friends with Kanye and then did both albums, which I thought was weird. Did you see Travis Scott bought his baby a bus? Yeah, because his, cause she, she wanted to, to ride poor. the school bus like a normal kid. So obviously, like a normal kid, her dad bought her a school bus. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, I think people, if we're getting into that, people were kind of being like, like rich shaming them. Like, oh, like you want to be like the poor is like people got kind of mad about that. Like you want to play poor or something. I, people were all complaining about that. I kind of understand it from the kids. If you think about it from their daughters, what's her name again? Stormy, no clue. Stormy, Stormy's perspective, like Stormy doesn't get to do what normal kids get to do. So I can understand if you're a little kid being like, oh, all the kids do this. And I don't know what that is. Like, I want to do that. I think yeah. that's normal for, it's I mean, granted, she has, a better, she has a better life than most kids, but I think that would be normal for a kid in her situation to be like, I want to do what other kids do. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's her fault at all. And it's very normal for her. I think dad might've missed the point a little bit. Yeah, like she didn't just, just want to, to ride on a school bus. It wasn't the vehicle that she was after. It was more the experience. He, he bought her a bus with like hydraulics yeah. and like it's like a club inside. We're going to find out like next week Travis Scott adopts an entire third grade class yeah. just so that way his daughter can ride the school bus like a normal kid. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, so then after Drake released the album, he did some radio thing. With Travis Scott buys school so daughter can go to school like a normal kid. Just by herself. He pays for an hires, entire staff. Hires child actors. It's like the Dane Cook, uh, that Dane Cook Oprah bit. You get a school. You yeah. get a school with a whole faculty and staff. <laughs> you know, Dane Cook's like canceled in the comedy world. No shit. Well, is he's, he can- accu- he's accused of stealing jokes. I didn't know he was. Can- I thought he was Nickelbacked. No, he was like comedians hate him because I think it was almost I hope that's proven. A verb. But if that's not a verb. We're it making. should be Nickelback. Should be yeah. Dane Cook is Nickelback. He's not though. He's not Nickelback. But I like Nickelback as a verb. Yeah. Um. But he got. Yeah. I think. Never forget. Superfinger. Oh, that's like a bit. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Sometimes I watch Dane Cook jokes and I'm like, "I like Dane Cook too." But he sold jokes. Fuck we him. used to think he was like a comedy god. When yeah, we he were was. Kids. A, he was a god because he had the only real like comedy album that kids our age i feel like listened to at that time i feel like he started taking advantage of youtube better better than any other comedian. that's probably true you would see all his little bits on youtube yeah yeah pretty early before yeah people really doing that um 
Shit, what was I going to say? Oh, the only other thing I had. So after Drake put out the album, he did some radio show. I don't know if it was on Apple or the action, the rate, like what it was on. But then he he released a, a song that Kanye made but didn't put out that was a diss on him. So Kanye made a Drake diss track that he didn't put out and Drake leaked it on his radio show and then posted a thing, a picture with the caption waste removal immediately after. How did Drake get it? I don't know. I'm sure he has people, but, but then there was a big controversy because the song featured Andre 3000 who doesn't, he's only put out less than 10 verses since like 2006. Yeah. He's put out a lot of music. He did a verse for Kanye and he said, I think he's, I think he put out a state, literally a statement after Drake leaked the song. Cause I think he, I think his thing was he made the song before Kanye put in his lyrics, his verses. And he said, Oh, cause Kanye wanted to do the album, like named for his mother, like Donda. He made a very personal track about his mother who also passed away. And he kind of took offense to the fact that afterwards Kanye used a very personal song to diss Drake. Like he was like, I did this whole thing about my mother. That was a very vulnerable, you know, then you're just like talking shit about another guy that has nothing to do with anything. Like, why did you do that to my shit? And I think they didn't put it out because Andre 3000 said he didn't realize they were making a clean album. Remember we were arguing about that? Like if yeah. he knew, he said he made an explicit, I think there was, I guess it was a lot of cursing and he realized once it was, it had to be clean. It, it wouldn't have worked. So he said, don't put it out. Interesting. So he was mad at Kanye for doing that. Yeah. I think, uh, I can understand that. Kanye just lives in his own world. Yeah, he does. Which I can appreciate. I can appreciate it because it works. I'm I'm envious of it. Like, I wish I could just be crazy, live in my own head, just have manic things, and it just, everyone loves it. Like, that'd be sick. Yeah, no, very envious. Um. Okay, so if you have to pick an album, you're picking CLB? Yes, I am. I'm still, I'm still struggling. I think... I could listen to the full Drake album front to back. The Kanye album, I can't, but Kanye album has probably like four to five songs that. Yeah, again, in I full transparency, I'm not going to listen to more than three songs off either of these albums, like post one listen through. Gotcha. Which, whose rollout do you like better? Do you like Drake? Just you put a heart in your hair for a year and then you just put the album no, and no, be done no, with no. there. You like the Kanye chaos, like listening sessions. Absolutely, Team Kanye when it comes to. I would have liked the, the Kanye one here. if he just put it out after I'll give the him two time. I'll give him two listening sessions. After the second one, it really lost steam where I was like, all right, I kind of don't care about anything anymore, just put it out. But like I'll give you one delay. If you delay it twice, then I have to do another listening session. I didn't watch any of them, which I'm actually proud of myself. Yeah, it gets annoying, but I think it's it's just so Kanye. Just more entertaining. Yeah. I like. I appreciate the entertainment. Exactly. Value. Give yeah. me the drama. I'll yeah. eat that drama up every single we all day. Don't. We're all like that. We all love drama. I'll munch that fucking drama. We down. need more drama for the show. We need to get in a beef with another podcast. We should pick out a podcast and just relentlessly talk shit about them until they respond. Uh, or should we? Yeah, no, I'm, and a, I'm actually a fan of that. Yeah. Because like, it'll be so confused. Like, what, like, who are, like, why are these people talking shit about us? I'm we got to find which podcast we're going to. Should we do a really popular one or should we do one that does not, is not popular? Should so like, we do, should we, should we work our way Should up? we become mortal enemies of Cody Co and Noel Miller's podcast? I never watched that one. I don't like have an opinion on them. I can't tell if I like them or not. I don't consume enough to even know if I like, I would like them. 
seems like a good reason to hate someone. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that means, I don't know much about you, so fuck yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> so honestly, you're my yourself. you are my new sworn mortal Dude, it's enemy. Getting, it's getting oppy outside for sure. I really do like like those guys a lot, though. So I would like to hate them. Yeah. So you'd like to hate them? Yeah. If I'm gonna have beef with another podcast, I want to appreciate the craft. I'm not yeah, gonna you beef have with respect. like a shitty podcast. You want to have respect for your enemy. Yeah, exactly. You don't, want, you don't want to just like bully someone. You want it to be a fair fight. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. I'm not gonna punch below our belts. All right. So actually, that's a good one for the Mikeys. If you have any podcasts you think we should beef with, let us know. And yeah. We'll talk shit to them. We'll start beefing hard. We will start. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, but then it would be funny if we just lose access to our social media accounts because they're like, you're bullying people. Like we get removed <laughs> from Twitter and Instagram. They were like, fuck. Like now what do we do? Tiny, Although, we tiny have, meat gang. What does that mean? You have small dicks? Yeah, but they'll be like, yeah. See, I feel like it might be. I feel like it's hard to diss someone who's kind of dissing themselves. It's hard, it's hard to tough. diss a podcast that's named themselves yeah. Tiny Meat Gang. Yeah, I feel like that might be difficult. It's like trying to diss Lil Dicky. Yeah, it's like, yo, your dick's little and fucked up. He's like, yeah, that's like my entire personality. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Doesn't really work. Um, all right. I am white. I am a bum. I do live in a trailer with my mom. That was sick. That was the yeah, I know the Eminem yeah eight mile yeah. I know something about you, and Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. You think this is the whitest moment of your life? No, <laughs> this is actually one of the most hardcore I've ever looked and sounded. It's most gangster I've ever been, bro. Listen, if you this is a watch on YouTube moment because you would have felt my energy coming through the mic. Uh, uh, Everybody uh, in the three, one, three, put stir, your motherfucking stir. hands up and yeah. follow me. Yeah. That'd be funny. Like, one of the whitest moment of my life. Yes. Watching that in college while pre-gaming with all my frat buddies before we went to our <laughs> frat party. That's my whitest moment. I used to watch that. And I used to watch some girl named Jade dance to love on the brain. Rihanna. That's one of my favorite songs ever. Dude, that song is so good. That you album need is so to good. Watch, you need to look up Jade dancing to it. Is it funny or like sick? Sick. She's so good. Dude, we I used to literally watch song. it to get fired up to go out. Like her dancing to that song. Must be love on the brain. <sighs> Ouch. That's no. got me Miss feeling me this way. Miss me with that. I'm sorry. I'm usually into the singing, but. Must be love on the brain. I think she goes too high for you. You yeah. don't do Rihanna well. No. You do. Uh, I don't do anyone well. No, we've sung on here before and you've sounded really good. Thanks. That's really nice. I can't think of I think you're lying. Drake had a couple of songs where he was straight up singing on them. Is that he sings, normal? He sings, yeah. He yeah. Sings. Wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't get more shit for that. I get like people bringing that up, but like I would bring that up if I was trying to di- like Connie. Like, how are you going to? I, I guess you're like dissing people in wheelchairs. <laughs> like kind of. Yeah. Or like what you're really trying to diss him for is when he was like a being a pretty successful actor before <laughs> becoming a really su- super successful. <laughs> like the most successful. Yeah. Like, he's not actually artist. disabled. <laughs> if you bash wheelchair Jimmy for, if you bash Drake for playing a guy in a wheelchair, you're just actually bashing people who are in wheelchairs. Yeah. Which Drake is not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're really misdirecting your Yeah, you your really shot. missed the, the meter on that one. Um, okay. Football. We didn't have a, a ton of other yeah, not, stories. Not a lot of ton of stories, so we kind of just... And I think it's because of our next story, which is that football, football is back. Football is back. And football is just excited. taking over the conversation. This is more for you than me, but what's your preview? What are you, what are you thinking for the season? Well, first, I need to say it. 
I have a fantasy draft that's going to start in 15 minutes. We should wrap. We'll wrap it up. So regardless of what happens with the rest of this episode, I got to make my picks just so you know. I had to do my and I swore off fantasy this season like three episodes ago and now I got sucked in again. Dude, I'm in four leagues. Fucking so dumb. And then in the fourth one, I forgot that it was a thing. And then it was uh, one my cousin does. He texts me yesterday. He goes, reminder, the draft's at seven tonight. I said, this is the first time I'm hearing about it, but thanks for the reminder. <laughs> and then I had to do it out to dinner with my family on my phone, I'm like on the phone. Like, I've done that before. Out uh, to dinner draft on the phone. Uh, the it's worst. like, why am I even doing this? The Auto worst. draft would, would be better. No, than it wouldn't. Auto draft. Cause then you just end up with like seven eight kickers. wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> something stupid. Um, so I, I don't know about the entire NFL. I think that the bucks are not going to be good. I think they're trying to do that thing where they just bring everybody back and that never works. See, I don't know because I think... Because if you just bring everyone back, you're not trying to get better and every other team in the NFL is trying to get better around you. But I I could see Leonard Fournette having a breakout year because he kind of came in too late to like really get into the system and stuff like that. I could see Leonard Fournette having a monster year and I hope so because he's on most of my fantasy teams. But Yeah, but I think you lose that fire. Like the whole team just won a ring. I think you yeah, kind a of lot, settle a lot into of, that a, a lot of bit. players do say that that is something to like motivate guys who like you kind of have to bring in fresh blood who didn't win last year to have that hunger. It's like, I need to win. You're not. But Tom not Brady, Tom Brady is like the guy that will get your team to do it. So they're probably going to be fucking great. I think that. Uh, I think that the Giants are actually going to win the NFCs and go to I'm just Washington such an football team. Best defense in the league market. I don't think Mark you guys really know what you're doing in Washington. Mark though. it down. Like, what are you trying, coach. like, what are you trying to do with Fitzpatrick? Like, he's at the end of his career. Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic. I know, but like, dude, you're Fitz, trying to what? Make it to the, he's not going to, he's going to win you a Super Bowl. He's gotten close. Signing Ryan Fitzpatrick is just saying, we don't want to win a Super Bowl. We just want to. No, I think good. it's just a bridge year. We don't have our guy, our long-term guy yet. So here's who we're going to plug in now to an already stacked team. Logan Thomas had a great year last year and he's going to have an even better year. Terry McLaurin had a sick year and scary. Terry's going to have an even better year. And then they signed Curtis Samuel. Who's great. I can't actually take you seriously. Cause like you just started liking this team. No, no. Four or five years ago, I started liking this team. So I've been a fan for a while now. I feel okay. like I've earned my stripes. Okay. I mean, if it makes you like the Washington football team is my least hated team most by far in the nfc east i think that's the i think of all if you're a fan of any nfc east team your least hated team is always washington yeah like every, giants and eagles fans giant especially where i grew up because i'm on the mace i'm also on the mason dixon line for new york versus philly fans there's a lot of eagles phillies fans there's a lot of any of the new york yeah, sports yeah, yeah. teams fans and i get both local channels where i grew up so where i grew up a lot of like the eagles giants hate existed yeah i cannot fucking and then i think the cowboys are probably the eagles are gonna be so they're gonna be horrible they're gonna be horrible for sure so bad and i think the i think the cowboys Cowboys are gonna be so bad the cowboys are gonna be bad but the cowboys also are one of the most hated teams i think in general so i think that's not even like an nfc east thing i think a lot of people just it's kind of like the yankees like everyone hates like yeah exactly because like a lot of honestly i think it stems from a lot of their fans are Lame, they're bandwagon really fans. fans. Yeah, they're like Lakers. They might Yankees, not be bandwagon Cowboys. fans anymore, but the reason they're a fan of that team is because they were a bandwagon fan at one point. Right. Yes. Also, have you ever been to that stadium though? No. AT and T is sick. Have you've been to it? Yes. I went to. I uh, my cousin had a bachelor party in Texas. We did uh, Dallas, and then we did Austin, or Austin and Dallas. I forget which order it was. But then we went to a Cowboys game 
and the stadium is crazy. It's so sick. It's sick because you know most stadiums you go in and you're kind of like you get into MetLife, let's say, and you're kind of walking. MetLife is a shitty stadium. MetLife is a shitty stadium, but like most stadiums are like this. You get in and you're in the stadium, but you're not in the field. You know what I mean? Like you're kind of like in the like. Yeah, the, you're in the. Uh, oh, what do they call it? Whatever tunnel. It's not a tunnel. It's like. The, oh, you're where the food God. and the stores are. Yeah, exactly. And you can't see the field really. It has like a name yeah. and I just can't think of it. So you get in the stadium's premise, but you're still not in the field yeah, of play yeah, yeah. yet. AT&T, it's like you walk in the front door of a mall. You just op- you literally just open a door and then the field is right there. Really? It's sick. Yeah, it's really cool. I've never been to any other place where that is. They have like, like a mall. Speaking of malls, so there's like a mall in AT&T. Maybe you didn't I don't see know if it's a full but mall, but there's have. a lot of, I mean, it's huge. It's sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool stadium. I can't take that away from them. I also was thinking about it. Maybe I said this last week on the episode, but I like bash Jerry Jones. Yeah, we'd be Jerry Jones. I, yeah, if I was, I did say that last week. Yeah, yeah. if I was an owner, I would be him yes. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I don't, uh, I think I'm rooting for the Bills. I love the I'm Bills. I'm rooting for the Bills too. I love Josh Allen. And the Jets just, are going to be terrible. So my former team, they're going to suck no matter what. They're going to suck. I love every, I saw a fucking tweet that was causing a ruckus around giants Twitter from someone or no, it was a quote from the head coach of the jets in an article. And he said something like, he was like, yeah, you know, there's just something about jets fans versus giants fans. Like they're just more passionate and they're just assholes. They know more about the game of football. And like when we would come, cause he's a brand new coach. He's like, when we would come play the jets, you know, you just felt it. It felt different than when you come here to play the giants and giants fans were not happy about him saying that. I think just Jets fans have Jets a, fans are probably the least passionate group of fans in all of. I disagree. It's because Jets fans have more Staten Island asshole fans. I've never been to a Jets game and not witnessed a fight in the section I was in. <laughs> and I've like sitting in different sections every time. So there's like a huge fight. I feel like all Jets time. fans I know are like, and maybe it's just the state of the Jets. So I feel bad for them. Yeah, it's but they it. could honestly give less of a fuck about the Jets because they're so bad. They're, they're so, almost like fans so of bad. other teams. Like the Jets are their number one, but then they really like are rooting for their number two always. Yes, because the Jets. It's are, like you. You were like that with the Jets and the football team, and you just decided to say, you know, fuck it. I'm actually just a football yeah, team fan. Yeah, I, I was like that for a year or two, maybe two years max. And I was like, dude, I don't even care about the Jets anymore. Like, I'm rooting for my boy. And I like, think a lot Jets. of Jets fans are like that. Yeah. If they had friends in the NFL, they would root for their team, not the Jets. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> just waiting for someone just to their make second it. favorite team. They just are slowly adopting to be their favorite team. Yeah. With the Jets always there as their side bitch. What do you think about the Patriots getting rid of Cam Newton and starting Mac Jones? That was crazy, huh? That was surprising. A lot of people saying, like, that's how you got to do it. Only Bill Belichick makes that call, which I kind of agree with. I agree. <clears throat> Rather than like when you do like the veteran rookie thing. Yeah, I think we're probably both have the same idea because it was on some Barstool thing. I, I feel like you probably watched it. They were <laughs> talking about that where they were making fun. Like, I think Prez was making fun of the the Bears, how they like, they kind of have that in between with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. Yeah. And then it kind of divides a locker room and people don't have a de- defined leader. And the better move is to just go with the guy. Like, if you're going to go with the young guy, just cut the like the veteran. Yeah. I I think it's, I feel bad for Cam though. I feel like even though Cam wasn't good last year, I, he can't be that bad. Like he's not that bad. He might suck. I think he's just hurt. I think he was playing. I think he's still having injury issues. I hope the Eagles sign him. I hope the Eagles have Gardner Minshew. I hope the Eagles have the most messed up situation and all of, I really hate the Eagles. I will say 
Eagles fans are my Philly fans in general are my least favorite of all sports. So I I'm on the bandwagon of hating the Eagles. I actually kind of like the fans. Like I, I actually hate the Eagles because I respect the Eagles and their fan base. I respect like the passion and I respect the passion, but I go I like birds. I, like that's a cool fucking thing to be able to yell. I feel like I've talked about it, but that's why I hate them so much. I think it just encompasses, I think Philly sports just encompasses their entire personality. And I just think that's lame. I'm just like, like, have I talked about this? Like the hinge, like dating app stuff. Like you go on dating apps when I was in South Jersey and I'd be on dating apps and I'm getting a lot of Philly, like mostly girls from Philly. Yeah. So you're throwing up, swiping left, swiping, swiping, Philly, Philly. And (laughs) But every girl, they're just like, go bird. Like, they're all go birds because all the guys, their whole personality is go birds. And they just have Philly sports memorabilia on their walls at age 35. So then all the girls are like, well, I have to love Philly sports. And then they're all just like, I'm the biggest so, go birds fan ever. And it's everyone in the whole city is just obsessed with the Eagles. So exactly what no you're describing is what I like respect and love about them. <sighs> I feel like I feel like they're just. It's because nah. you've been a Jets fan your whole life. You don't know yeah, what it's I'm like bitter. to be passionate about a football team. I don't know what team. it's like. Yeah, you're right. Your football team has always been so meh your whole life. Yeah. Like your entire and life. Base- even when they went to the AFC championship game, they did it like with defense and barely won the games. Yeah, defense and a, like, and a, yeah. And a good running game. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. And uh, and the Mets. I saw, I was watching the Mets game the other day and they said the Mets have made the playoffs like, they've missed the playoffs 12 of the last 14 years or something like that. So it's like all, every team I like is miserable is horrible. So that one year with the Lucas Duda throw though, never Lucas forget Duda sucked. Great year that, it, that excited us. You're I'm a Mets fan. Us Cause I'm a Mets guy. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Really? I've got more Mets shirts than I do Yankee shirts. So yeah, I don't think I have any. Yankee I think that's shirts. part of the problem with New York too. Me saying Philly's fans. I think cause Philly, cause I think also boss people from Boston are the same. And I think it's because, People are more passionate in the Northeast, and then those people they're not they don't have competing teams. So like Philly sports, there's one team for every sport, and they all rally around that team. Boston all is the same thing. New York, we have multiple teams for every sport, and it divides everyone up. And then so no, there's not like everyone's obsessed with this one team. Yeah, it makes yeah that makes sense. I would say that's probably that theory. I would say that's probably why. Like nobody, like we were just saying, people in California don't care about sports. People in like I don't. And maybe like Texas, I guess like people, I don't know. Cause then there's Houston Texans, like Texans and Cowboys. Florida well, I, people don't care. I think no matter where you're at, there are certain circumstances that if you really fuck up a team, people are going to stop caring about that team. Yeah. Like that's what's going on with the Houston Texans right now. Yeah. They're, they're horrible. Guy I work with lives in Houston. He's a huge Texans fan. I was like, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Yeah, you're just waiting for Deshaun Watson I would to get switch arrested. Teams. <laughs> yeah. I would literally switch which teams I liked. So they, well, when is I my want quarterback them to getting get, arrested? That's who I want too. I want the Eagles to get Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson yeah. and Cam Newton. Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton, Gardner Minshew, and Jalen and Hurts. Hurts. Jalen Hurts gets cut because they're like, well, we have all these guys. We don't need them. Yeah. And then they resign, they trade for Carson Wentz. <laughs> I like Gardner Minshew though. I hope things work out for him. So do I. He's he's a cool guy. Yeah. Um Speaking of. Yeah, let's just do this and wrap up <laughs> and wrap it up you ben see, simmons wait you see your <laughs> typo ah bonty bonty <laughs> i'll talk should we should we Would jump to that, that one instead? we could do that i All like right. that story let's do that instead so the we're, other one we're skipping here is ben simmons hates philly yeah, we could just philly. say it i think it's understandable because they're trying to trade him i think players 
have the right to be like, well, fuck that. I'm not playing. What? You disagree with that? I, I think if you are fucking as bad as Ben Simmons is, don't fucking blame the city. You're awful. Dude. No, no, no. Ben you Sim- literally blew it ben on the Simmons biggest is, stage possible. Ben Simmons is awful and he's a bum. But I think if you're a player and your team tries to trade you, I'm not going to give you shit for be like, well, now nah, I don't want to play for you because you tried to trade me. I think that's an acceptable reaction to have no matter how bad you are. But Ben Simmons sucks. He does suck. But like you Philly fans, they gave they gave him a lot of chances. Like they gave him every, like you gave yeah. him as many chances as you could possibly. Yeah. give. Someone. You can only blame yourself, but I still think. I'd rather it, it would be better if he had a different attitude and wanted to play, but I wouldn't blame someone for having his attitude. He's a mental midget. He can't figure out how to shoot. So are you expecting him to power through it? He's going to be like, oh, I give up. Yeah, I think, I mean, I just think I, when I heard him bitching and complaining about Philly and I want to hate on Philly, I was like, fuck off. Philly, like everyone was saying Ben Simmons was horrible long before he blew it in the fucking in game seven. And still Philly's fans were like having his back. And now he's going to say that like the city sucked and the organization sucks. Yeah, they gave him a Go fuck yourself. You know, after we just had this whole conversation, I'm now getting depressed because I feel like I am just my hate for Philly fans is just projecting the fact that I have a miserable sports existence (laughs) i think that it just might all stem from that yeah yeah and like i actually just wish i was them they won the super bowl recently i'm gonna save this story for next week should i give the people a teaser i've got a nice little dog the bounty hunter story for you guys coming next week but he spelled it bounty hunter i spelled it dog the bounty hunter Um, i'm down with that let's wrap it up my recommendations i said it earlier go see dead and company play live wherever you have to go see them john mayer is sick they ended the show last night with Werewolves of London. It was fucking dope. Couldn't recommend it enough. Go see him. What do you got for me? I actually didn't think about this, but I'm going to do... I did Lasagna by First Name Dane last week. He put out another song with Taiki, Sunny Sword, Endo, and then First Name Dane. It's called Cheat Code, and it's good. Cheat Code, First Name Dane, baby. You're up, down, left, right. It's, it's, <laughs> you'll you'll yeah. like it. I think you'll like this. Hey, 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 this is what you'll become, hey. You'll come in next hey. week and say, I'm a rap guy again. Because first name Dane only puts out bangers <laughs> and you're going to be a rap guy again. You're going to be like, I fucking hate dead and company. And Always was. Good. I'm going to have a completely different wardrobe on all yeah. streetwear. Supreme <laughs> yeah. head to toe. Only Supreme. Only Supreme and Jordans. <laughs> and it'll be all white. White on white on white. That would be a cool. We should do that one time. Just a white, uh, just dress white a, party, white dr- pod. Just no, I think like dress as hype beast as possible. I think yeah. that'd be funny. I'm down. I'm down for that. All right. Any last words? I love the Mikeys. I love the Mike. I love, I fucking love the Mikeys. I fucking love these Mikeys. I love you. I love these little Mikeys. Look how cute these little Mikeys are. I love you. I love you. All right. I love you too. Bye. Bye guys. Busting that thing like up down, left right, up down, left right, up down, left right. You a whole cheat code busting that thing like up down, left right, up down, left right, up down, left right. Busting that thing like up down. Had a few yards, I touched down, crossing the pylon, switching the nylon, making the bands like I'm Dylon. Yo, snapping like Fuji, like Nikon, taking the stage, man, I feel like an icon. OG got Titan, looking like Saigon. We don't let bygones be bygones, no. You a whole cheat code busting that thing like up down, left right. Up
down, left, right, up, down, left, right. You a whole cheat code busting that thing like up, down, left, right, up, down, left, right, up, down, left, right. Little mama, she busted for endo. Tossing the rug out the window, baby, it's simple. She tryna blow like Nintendo games. She gave me the cutty like Gensu. I do not mention names. I just skip through the lane cause I'm ballin', y'all. Name another nigga going harder, dog. Yeah, I pull up, rolling up the loudest. Got my partners, and you don't want no problems. She a goddess, she buzz it like a Chico. She touch your toes, and she buzz it for hey, the freak show. All that ass, can I grab it? She say no, then I flash a couple racks in. She say, oh, dip out to the back end. She won't go, damn baby, where we going at? She said, Mika knows what is money to a bad bitch, what is carrots to a rabbit. I got new bad habits, and they too bad, Janice. Look at you, a whole savage. Your toxic ass in my baggage. Little baby, I'm your future. A boss in marriage. I'll be damned if I'm ever at follies, and I'm trying to play vigilante. These hoes be kicking like Buffy the body. I barely got bread in my pantry. I ain't no hero in R.P. Stanley, but even the God understand me. Most of these hoes got the cheat code. I'm trying to one of my camera. Damn. You a whole cheat code, busting that thing like up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. You a whole cheat code, busting that thing like up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. You a whole cheat code, busting that thing like up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. Up, down, left, right. You a whole cheat code, busting that thing like up, down, left, right.